dangerously close. This episode was brought to you by William Mitchell Audio. Now these days, it seems like everywhere you turn, there's a new domestic terrorist organization trying to overthrow the government. But guess what is not a domestic terrorist organization? That's right, William Mitchell Audio. William Mitchell Audio brings the best professionalism and courtesy and top-of-the-line audio engineering to every project. Go to williammitchellaudio.com. My guest today is Chris Bapani. Chris Bapani is a stand-up comedian and actor based in South Africa, and he's been hitting stages across Africa and the UK for over 14 years. He's also a mentor, father, and fiance. What's up, Chris? Oh, man, good, man. Um, uh, I, just, I just need to be clear on that. A fiance to one person. Oh, just one person? Yeah. Okay. That's yeah. cool, man. Do what, do yeah. you do do what you want to do. Yeah, man. <laughs> I'm in Africa. I don't. I don't want. Just in case there's someone there who's thinking, "Hmm, I want." Nope. Just one. Just one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> living that living that simple kind of life, man. <laughs> yeah, man. I'm not allowed. <laughs> uh, I think yeah. Actually, I think your fiance left a very very kind comment on uh my Instagram post for this interview. Possibly. Uh, probably. I don't know. Uh, my 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 manager, and and my fiance commented on the thing. Yeah. So there was yeah, like, there was definitely some people like I didn't know that were commenting or that I knew they didn't follow me and they're like hell yeah Chris Mapani like hands up in the air. I brought my people in, bro. Hell yeah, I did. That's what I'm all <laughs> I about. I brought my people in. I'm like I, I doubt there's anyone. Where are you? Where are you now? Oh, I'm in uh beautiful Nashville, Tennessee, man. We get about thirty four degrees here, sunny. Oh, okay. I was like, uh, I don't think anybody there is going to make some noise. And so I'm going to bring my people. I'm like, yo, look. <laughs> well, that was actually what, something I wanted to say, man, is actually I wanted to give a shout out uh, to uh, like a huge shout out to the listeners of this podcast in South Africa, because as a matter of fact, South Africa was one of the first countries to start fucking with this podcast outside of the US. It was like, oh, yeah, I, I popped it off this, you know, we're not even a year in yet. And we started in March. And at first it was just only the United States and then Canada. And then basically it was like South Africa and Germany kind of were like the first overseas countries where I started getting a lot of listeners. So, so I think a lot of people are going to be stoked, man. A lot of people that listen to this by, uh, already know who you are, man. So I, I feel like there'll be a lot of hype and I'm glad for that. Oh, cool. That's dope, man. Thanks. I'm, I'm glad. I was worried I'm going to have to explain each and everything I say. Oh, no, dude, but we, we're totally going to talk about South Africa, man, because I love to talk about places I haven't been. And uh, I want to visit. Uh, I had another guest on, on here, and she was a safari manager. She lived in Kenya, and she oh, said yeah? the, the dopest city in the world, and she's been all over the world, and she's the dopest city in the whole world is Cape Town. And she said, like, there's, like, not a more fun city. And I was like, all right, well, then I got to go there. And, and I surf, and I know that you guys have great surf. So yeah. Uh, destination uh, spot. You 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 do know I don't do those, right? You don't surf? No, I'm really I'm only learning to swim now. Oh, cool, so, man. Well, you know, ba baby steps. Next, yeah. Swim so, now, surf later. Although yeah. I will say, man, one of the, the gnarliest great white shark attacks I ever saw occurred on the coast of South Africa during one of those huge major surf competitions 
don't know if you saw that yeah. one. That was that dude. He was he was an Australian dude, and a great white came up and grabbed his uh, ankle rope and just yanked him off the board, and he started like fist fighting the shark. And luckily, a dude on a jet ski was able to come by quick enough and get him out of the water before the shark took him out. It was gnarly. Yeah, you know, you know, a story like that. Um, I don't know. Have you ever told other people this story? You know, like the comments normally, because that's what happens. You know, you check something happens and then you listen to what people are saying. And then I can tell you now, everybody who probably told the story too is like, wow, that's so sad. But here, black people will be like, what was he doing there in the first place? <laughs> yeah, man. Dude, Maybe it's just, don't. Cause, hey man, I don't know what it is about certain shit, but like surfing, things like that. Anyway, I'm not going to lie, man, like I'm sharks are one of my biggest fears man but like i feel like you know you got to be fluent in fear man to really that's how you live life man you know uh what's that saying dude like uh freedom is on the other side of fear all right like that's i have enough of that here yeah no doubt <laughs> I have, remember south africa we had uh, we had apartheid for a very long time right yeah. and then apartheid ended but the white people did not tell their dogs. Oh shit! Yeah, that apartheid ended. So we still have that relationship, <laughs> you, you know. know so I don't. Know. It's so weird how dogs are racist, man. Oh yeah, yeah. They, so, they it's, are. it's fucked up. It's like, I mean, because even like just no matter where you are, man. Like even here in Nashville or any place you go, like it's a weird thing about dogs. It's like, like because they're you know they're the most lovable, cuddly animals in some ways, but they're also like a lot of dogs are just straight up born racist i don't know <laughs> oh well uh, i think all dogs here's the thing i feel like we we're not here man we we have enough people to hang with and <laughs> and and play with you know uh yeah. if, if you want uh so dogs like i said in south africa we have that relationship and i, I see people like no different kind of dogs you know they're like hey this is a german shepherd ah, la, la, la. in south africa we had one dog uh police dog like we we called it uh, that you know <laughs> yeah. and, and that's it like so in order for me to get adventure and to live on the other side i don't need to go to water because then that's two things i'm worried about the water itself and the sharks that's that's not a fair playground for me you know you know, you know was... how and that will never happen i don't i don't worry about sharks in my life you know what will it will take for a shark to get to me that shark has to get out of the water walk past the sand and and go to the parking lot where i will be chilling if the shark can get there then that shark will even deserve i'll, I'll be like shark you worked hard to get to me so i, I don't yeah. i don't play with and honestly man you know if a shark ever gets me that is 100 my fault i can't be mad at that shark i can't be like oh that fucking shark i gotta be like dude i went and i got i went to that shark's home on my surfboard looking just like a <laughs> seal because i think it's fun because i just wanted to like have a fun splashy day in the sun and now i'm fucking dead it's my fault but and people want to make this thing a race thing okay it's not a race thing this is this is how i feel okay um human beings live in in land right yeah and, no doubt. and sharks and fish and all those kind of things they live in water that's it like why bother them like it it doesn't say uh, white or black human beings or there's a black shark that is allowed to walk no all of them they are in water so anything that happens it means you started it and yeah. i don't start trouble like i i live in trouble so i don't need to yeah <laughs> yeah dude for sure i just man 
I, I will, I do have to stand up for surfing a little bit, man. I'm, I'm a thrill seeker. I love the ocean, man. And yeah, you know, I don't know, maybe I like a sense of danger, but like, I know what you're saying, man. Like you don't need to go looking for danger when it's already all around you. <laughs> yeah. I have that. I have dogs in my neighborhood. Yeah. You know, no, some fuckhead tried to fight me at the park the other day. I, I caught him beating a dog. I, I, I talked about this on a previous podcast and it pissed me off and I tried to stop him. And it's like, you know, it's COVID-19 times and all this shit. And the dude was like, he was on meth and he was fucked up and freaking out. And he was like, he's like, fight me, fight me. And he was like, he was not a big dude. And I was thinking about fucking knocking his teeth out. But then he spit and he got spit in my face. And I was like, oh shit, I got, I'm going to like, I was like immediately, I was like, fuck dude, I just caught COVID from this freak. Oh damn. And the police showed up and it was gnarly, dude. But hey man. Off that topic, I gotta, I gotta have to quit bringing that up, man, because I bring that up on a, like, all the time, and I'm sure people are sick of hearing of it. And I want to talk about you, dude, and I want to just tell you one thing what, real quick. Oh, yeah. I think it's just cool to say, man, because uh, uh, the first time I saw your stand-up comedy was uh, a clip from a set you did for uh, Comedy Central. And like, I already started laughing before you even got into your jokes uh, because you were being super funny, uh talking to the audience and i remember thinking like it would be dope if i could get this guy on my podcast and like now here we are so oh cool. man it's like, Thanks, man it's like i was like i remember this was months ago i saw i saw you on youtube on comedy central and i was like that guy's funny as shit man i got i gotta reach out to this dude and then i didn't like it's just i love when like the magic happens like that and like now here you are uh, you know thanks so. man and and I was young then. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I noticed that because uh, that is what I was like that six years ago, something like that. Yeah, because like, like, you're like you look you look different now. You're more you're more filled out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's money now. So. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, uh, where in South Africa are you right now? Uh, okay, cool. So now this is this is what is happening. I. I am originally from a, from the free state. It's a province uh, outside. Like South Africa has nine provinces. So I'm originally from there. But I have been in Johannesburg for like 20 years or something like that. You know, I've been doing my comedy actually 18 years now, you know. Uh, so I was a Johannesburg, even now I'm still a Johannesburg-based comedian. Uh, so that's where, that's where I am. Like uh, when I get bookings, uh, I have to be in Johannesburg. And so if somebody books me in Johannesburg, they don't have to pay for my transport because I am a Johannesburg-based comedian, you know. But now because of COVID and lockdown, I went to a more of a quieter place, which is in the Northwest, you know. But oh, yeah. I'm still operating as a Johannesburg comedian. So when I get a booking in, in say, for example, in Durban or in Cape Town, um, they have to pay for my for my transport, but from Johannesburg. So because I'm a Johannesburg-based comedian, if I'm going to put it that way. So, Just like yeah, kind of a quick question, man, because I don't, I'm not a good, like, geography dude. Is, uh, is Johannesburg, is that more inland, or is that by the coast? It's more, it's more inland. Okay. Is it the but capital? But that's the main one. Or what's yeah, the, it's the capital. It's the capital, yeah. It's the capital. When you, when you think uh, the biggest airport is in Johannesburg, you yeah. know, um, or Tambo International Airport. And so chances are, when you do come to South Africa, you're going to, end up at uh you're gonna you have to arrive in johannesburg you know there are some flights in cape town but like i said the main one is in 
is in Johannesburg. Johannesburg is like the New York of. Yeah, yeah, of, yeah. That's what yeah, I, that's I thought. Johannesburg was like, yeah, it's like the the capital, but like Cape Town's really like a destination because it's got beaches, right? Yeah. So it's like more uh, touristy. Well, yeah, yeah, because I remember tourists are white people, so they go for those things. <laughs> yeah, so, dude. <laughs> I want to be a white tourist over there, man. <laughs> so if you really want a lifestyle, you know, nightlife and things like that, Johannesburg is the place to be. Hell yeah, dude. All right. Well, then my plans have changed. I'm going to go to Johannesburg and then I'm going to go to Cape yeah. Town and then I'm going to surf and then I'm probably going to eat by a shark. It'll be my own fault, but that's all right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I have one more thing I wanted to say, man, before I got into some questions really with you, uh, you know, cause we have a, a huge time difference, man. And like, Cause you're in uh like, we're so far apart yeah. and I was thinking it's actually a good thing that we have this time difference. Uh, cause it's really early in the morning here and I'm, I'm already kind of a spaz man. And like, like my energy level and, but I'm a lot more mellow in the mornings and I've seen how like super hype you can get on stage. And oh. I was a little worried that if we com- combined those energies, I, I would get so hyped out that I'd be straight up speaking in tongues and nobody would be able to understand what I was saying. Cause like your, cause your hypeness would get me too hype, you know? And I already like, don't speak clear. Like I slur a little bit when I talk sometimes. So, uh, you know, I think it's good that like, you know, it's like evening for you, morning for me. We're like, we're going to get like a good oh, yeah. going. But actually I had a question that is a part of that. And it is like, are you normally a super like hype, and energetic dude or is that just the energy that comes from being on stage like is it like are you kind of mellow and then you get on stage and you're like yes i'm here to like i'm I'm here to perform i'm hype or do you like i mean are you like that all the time uh it it, it for me it really depends eh? um i'm a i'm a bit slowish sometimes but on stage I I go on hard, bro. Yeah. Like so, I remember when I was um, when I was in the UK, um, I get in an Uber with uh, my homeboy. He's actually from Texas. Uh, MCPC is the first time he sees me. We are in the same Uber, and then we're having a conversation. You know, we get to the show, and then I get on stage, and then he's like, "Wait a minute, is this the same person? <laughs> like, what's going on here?" <laughs> you know? Because um, for me. On when okay, this is what happens before I go on stage. I I I I, I talk a lot, you know. Obviously, I pray, you know. Um, I I clean up because I I do I did landmark and things, you know. And so I I propagate in the space, you know. And when one thing that I never always I never forget to say when I pray is that can me and these people be in the same spirit, you know? Yeah, hell yeah. And and then the moment my name goes, everything just goes, let's go. Cool. You know, but I can't maintain that energy throughout the whole day, you know. So the whole time I'm just slow and, you know, because also I need to hear things, you know, like I need to hear you tell me how long I must do on stage, you know. Uh, uh, If there are comedians before me, I need to sit and watch the show as an audience member, you know, and really be in it. You know, so I can only get in that space only when it's time for me to get on stage, you know, but for that before, because I do a lot of corporate events where there's briefings, you know, um, so 
information that I need to get and da da da, and I can't get that if I'm in my head and about ah, you know. Yeah. So only when it's time for me to go on stage, I unleash that side. You know, I go beast on that. You know, yeah. I vibe with that man. Like, so I don't do stand up comedy, man, but I've been I've done a lot of music in my life, so I've I've been on stage a lot, and a lot of times, like if I have a, sh- a show coming up and like I, uh, you know, typically the day if I've, I've got a big show that night the way I want my day to be is like real chill and like maybe just like watch some movies and like kind of lay around and eat, you know, eat snacks and not do much because I know like the second that I walk out of the green room and I'm on that stage, my mind, just like you said, it's like click. And I'm like, it's like the adrenaline takes over and the energy takes over. And it's like, I'm a different person. I'm like, I am that performing artist. I'm not even so much me. You know, oh, yeah. you're saying it's different because you're saying like you're you want to be so present, and for me sometimes yeah. it's almost like it's almost like an out of body experience. Like I'm like watching myself do my performance. I think it's different for everybody, but I I know what you mean. Like that, like that click when you get on the stage. Yeah, that's the thing. When and and when 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 you watch yourself on stage, and then you're like, who's this guy? Yeah. <laughs> 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 like wait a minute. I I here's the thing. When when I'm on stage. Uh, because I really get in, you know, um, to a point where when I watch myself, there are certain things that are way funny for me as I'm watching it. You know, you know, I'm having, you know, you're having a good time when you start referring to yourself in the third person. You're like, look yeah. at this oak. This fella is funny. You know, I, I, I get in, you know, and and I'll tell you something that um, I I I, don't, I I never really really know what i'm gonna do on stage i like i don't have it fully like i i literally i've never i never knew um when i used when i started i used to write you know things at the beginning like the the topics this is what i'm going to talk about and then i'll get on stage and while i'm there it will take me to a different space and then i get off stage i only talked about three things on that list and then i ended up just going like okay i'm no longer gonna do this list thing you know, so so what I do when I go on stage, I use it's like uh, okay, think uh, center clause, you know, where you take a bag and then you just put things, you know. So I just put uh, different ideas in the bag. That's what I do. Yeah, like like your when, bag of tricks. Uh, yes, you know, and then I get on stage with that bag, and then I'm like, okay, what's happening now? Oh wait, this is, and then I'm like, wait a minute, I have something on this one, and then I go to the bag, and then I hold it, and then I throw it, and then I come like, okay, you know. So that's what I do, but. I get in when I'm on stage to a point where my comedian buddies sometimes they'll watch me and they're like, okay, enough. <laughs> you know, <laughs> because I'm so in it and then I keep pushing it. I keep pushing it. And for me, I'm saying if it allows me, if there's something for me to say, I'm just gonna keep going and going. Sometimes I can even talk about one thing for 30 minutes, you know, because I'm there. You know, I, I yeah. never know what's going to happen. It's like it's like you'll never really know what's gonna happen in the next five minutes, you know. And you can't really plan it. Well, one thing I noticed about uh, about your stand up too is like like you're really really good with interacting with the crowd, and yes. uh, that's what I meant earlier when I said that I started laughing before you started telling your jokes the the first time I saw you because I was like because you actually don't even get into your jokes for a while, dude. You're just like yeah, no. you just come out there and you're just saying what's up to people and cracking jokes like that are clearly like that you thought of that second when you saw that person, and I was like. That's why I was already laughing. I was like, oh, this is my favorite shit. Cause it's like, it's that uh, in the moment and it's funny. And I could tell like, you're having a good time. You're thinking it's funny cause you're laughing too. And like, 
Yeah, like, I totally, I really enjoy that style of comedy where you can come out there and be like, hey, I'm not a robot and I'm not just reciting my list of jokes I wrote down. Like you're there and you're experiencing the moment and you're vibing with the people in the audience. And that's what's like, I think that's like the, that's like the highest level of like good standup is when it's like an experience for everyone, including you. Yeah. You, you know where that training came from? Um, let me start, explain something about South Africa. So one, we have 11 official languages or 12. They keep, they keep adding. <laughs> okay. And people from different areas of town, they different. And, and then when you go to Johannesburg is worse, you know, like you can have people staying in the same block, 11 of them really different. So yeah. when I started performing about 14, 15 years ago, you would never really be sure of your audience. You know, sometimes you will walk into a place where, you know, this is predominantly white crowd and then you get in, it's black people. You're like, wait a minute, what the hell? What happened? Yeah. <laughs> you know, and, and sometimes you only get that when you're on stage, you know, sometimes yeah. you go on and then you're like, oh yeah, this is um, black people in the crowd. And then you get there is black people, but who don't speak your language. You're like, wait a minute. Now, <laughs> so you have to flip. So I've learned to really be present. You know, I've learned, I've learned not to expect before I even go at the show because it, anything can happen. And most of the times it's too late when you realize, you know, so the time. And so for me, it's all about being with human beings. Think about it. When you walk into town, you don't practice to be with a human being. When you walk into the shop to say, I'm going to ask for a prize or directions, you don't practice, you know, you just be with people. And for me, that's, that is what it's about. You know, I went to Tanzania uh, last month. I literally did not prepare anything. I just went. My first time in Tanzania, I just went. Only when I got, when I arrived and had a conversation with the guy who was driving me there, I got present to what was happening. Yeah. I got on stage, I was performing, and then the taxi guy, the guy who was driving me, was telling people that everything this guy is saying, I told him on my way here. People were like, we can't believe this thing. That's, aw that was that's awesome, dude. Right? Well, I, ha I have heard that uh, Tanzanians uh, in general are a great audience for, uh, for stand-up comedians. Beautiful. Ooh. Like It's like a place, like, it's a destination, man. If you're a stand-up comedian, you want to have a good uh a good like audience vibe like that country is like known for it so Ooh, like shout out tanzania not that i don't oh, think man. a lot of people there listening to the podcast <laughs> oh, man. no the way i'm here <laughs> but I just, oh, man, I, 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 uh, we just we just started getting listeners in venezuela man that just started uh uh from the like the last episode so i'm like stoked that's nice. <laughs> I, i'm bra like <laughs> you, I, I don't know. I tagged them on the uh, on your post. Uh, they called uh, is a punchline comedy show. Those guys in Tanzania, man, they were they were listening. I'm definitely I'm gonna make sure that they listen that side. We're building oh, audience yeah. there now. We're doing this thing. All right, know? within absolute shout out Tanzania and yo. When this uh, when Americans are allowed to travel out of the country again, I want to come see your beautiful country and maybe I'll even. Uh, maybe try and book a stand-up set for myself, man, because I've been writing jokes. <laughs> oh, you should. You should. Uh, well, you're speaking to a mentor, so you're good. <laughs> yeah, dude. Absolutely, man. Hold up. It's time for another My Views or My Own astrological reading. This month, we're doing Scorpio. Hello, Scorpio. I've got some exciting news for you. 
you have a harmonious moon converging with several important holidays this month, starting on January 10th with National Cut Your Energy Cost Days. So pinch those pennies with your little pinchers, Scorpio, and cut your energy costs. Next up, we're going to have National Vision Board Day on January 11th. So get your little stinger out and just sting your vision board and say, hey, these are the things I want. They're mine. Sting, sting, pinch, pinch. Okay, January 14th, National Dress Up Your Pet Day. So find something to dress your pet up as. I've got an idea. Dress up your pet like a scorpion, unless your pet is a scorpion. Um, Coming up after that, we've got Winnie the Pooh Day. Pinch, pinch, sting, sting, Winnie the Pooh. Um, And we're going to end it all off with National Hug Day. So give someone a hug, a pinch, and a sting. And tell them that you love them or you hate them, Scorpio, because this is your world. And also, don't forget to tell that special someone how you really, truly feel. And now back to the interview. I do have, I have some, a few silly questions, man, but I, I just want to get into them. Like, just stuff like, just to kind of get to know more about South Africa, man, because I don't know a lot man other than what i've learned from movies you know like that's what it's kind of like being an american is what we know in other countries is always shit we see from hollywood you know and like you know the shit you see in hollywood is not the shit that is happening here right well i know that's yeah dude we're gonna get into that hardcore in a minute yeah yeah but uh, i did have i wanted to ask you this one though man because speaking of like you know you brought up apartheid earlier and so obviously we're gonna bring up nelson mandela uh but uh do uh do people in south africa use the term the Mandela effect, or is that mostly no. just in America? Nobody says that. No. <laughs> you, guys. You, you know what it is, though, right? No. What is what is that? We so we sold you guys Mandela, and we're like, oh man, that's my neighbor. We good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, the Mandela effect. So it it means so it's basically it's this conspiracy theory that the like an alternate universe like crashed into our universe, and that like we're living in like separate timelines because there was this mass misremembering in America where like thousands of people thought that Nelson Mandela had died like in the eighties, even though all factual evidence is that he was the fucking president in the nineties. But it's like, but all these people were like, no, I know he was the president in the nineties, but I remember he died. But like our, but the, the universe changed. It's like, it's a crazy conspiracy theory, but it's like huge. And then it started, and, uh, but now it's not just about Nelson Mandela. Now it's about anything you misremember. So people will be like, I remember the, the, the cartoon, the Flintstones was spelled F L I N T S T O N E S. But, but it turns out it was just spelled the Flintstones. Like there was no T in there. And then it's like all the other shit people were saying, like the cereal when they were a kid, it was spelled different. And that like Popeye used to have like, you know, I don't know. It's just all kinds of shit. So if- I assume, I assume that in South Africa, no one fucks with the, the Mandela effect because probably no one in, in there ever thought he died. I mean, it's until he obviously did. Rest in peace. He, he, he will tell you himself, I was in prison in the 80s, <laughs> motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah, I know, and everybody knows that. But I don't know. I was in Ireland. <laughs> so, no, we don't know that. All right. <laughs> then I feel like this, the next question I wrote is absolutely just... Uh, Kind of like no point in saying, but I was going to say it anyway, just because I'll be like, hey, do you think, like, speaking of the Mandela effect, do you think there there is anything to that, like, alternate universes and dimensions thing? Or do people just have shitty memories and they just want any excuse they can to? 
I don't know, man. I think I've only been, I've only, I've only started watching uh, my fiance plugged me in with the flesh. So as far as, as far as I know, man, our heroes don't fuck around with <laughs> those things, bro. All right, man. I gotta say, just a couple more things, man. Just like we'll get off Nelson Mandela topic like pretty soon. But like, like I was I saying know. earlier, uh, like you know how I was saying as as an American. Most of what I know about South Africa is like, it's, it's like, these are things I watch in movies, man. So like, whatever. Uh, and like, and like you said, that's it's not factual. That's, that's just shit nah. movies. But uh, I want to talk about this one movie, man. Uh, I don't, I don't even know if you ever saw it. Did you ever see the movie Invictus? Yeah. That's the one where uh, Morgan Freeman is Nelson Mandela. And like yeah. Matt Damon is the rugby coach. Yeah. Uh, I, I guess uh, for all the listeners that, um, haven't seen it because i feel like a lot of people haven't seen it like here's like just the the plot uh morgan freeman is nelson mandela matt damon is a rugby player and the plot is that nelson mandela goes to rugby games because it's a sport that only white people like and he's trying to like heal the racism post-apartheid and i guess at the time everyone in south africa would cheer against the south african rugby team because they're like fuck these dudes and uh, Nelson Mandela is like, hey, man, you know what the best thing to do is, is try and, like, get along with these guys. And so he goes and he pretends like he likes rugby. <laughs> so is that, like, is that real? Did that actually even happen? I mean, that must have, like, sort of happened. No. no. <laughs> let, let, me, let me tell you something. I don't know uh, in America uh, or anywhere in the world, but in South Africa, sports brings us together like crazy. Yeah, uh, and it, it has been our thing forever, you know. Uh, it brings us together for maybe for a day or two, <laughs> and then we go back to to our own thing, you know. So yeah. whenever there is a World Cup, we all go in, you know. Man, we have black people who are supporting volleyball. We don't care, man. As long as the South African team is playing, you know. And 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 when you when you watch the movie and you see the celebrations, you know, there's a there's a scene there where there's a homeless young boy playing with the police and and you know that is true. That really does happen, you know. Whenever yeah. there is a sports game where South Africa is playing with any other team, um, we come together like crazy and is. That's that's the only. If you come to South Africa around that time, you'll be like, man, these people love each other. Yeah, but we don't. We don't really. But that's just <laughs> that, you know. <laughs> so it has been. It has been like that. Um, uh, the 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 twenty ten World Cup when it was here. Oh man, it was beautiful. You know, uh, I watched the the first game and the last game of South Africa because we only played three games. Uh, that's a story for another day. Uh, before we got kicked out. But I watched I watched those games with white people. Oh yeah. man, it's beautiful. Sports that's, for us, yeah, does that. You know, that is yeah. That's and a beautiful then, thing about sports, man. Is it does bring people together. It's just like a, it's a, a cool yeah. like unifying thing because it's like it's it's not political, man. It's just it's just yes. it's just fun and it's and it's yeah. for people of all ages and all you know so, all backgrounds. So that that had nothing to do with Nelson Mandela. We were gonna go anyway. <laughs> Okay, never mind. I just yeah. maybe that that movie was just like just to create to create drama because there's all these scenes yeah. where like Matt Damon's meeting with Morgan Freeman and he's like he's like I right, Blaze, you gotta come to my match because uh the black people don't like us and he's like <laughs> okay like yeah. <laughs> maybe 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 
maybe Morgan Freeman wanted to see his friend in in South Africa when they arrived. Yeah, man, I haven't seen you in a while. Let's meet. You know, yeah. but that's that that is that is that we we, we were gonna do it anyway. And besides, it's not like those were the times of social media where Mandela tweeted, "I am going to the game." No. Yeah. He decided on the day that he's gonna go watch the game, and he found people there already. Yeah. So they were gonna go. That has nothing to do with the Mandela effect in multiple universes. All right, man. So you heard it here first, dude. Uh, Invictus, not a bad movie. I enjoyed it. Uh, it made me, as a matter of fact, it was one of the reasons why I actually, I played rugby very briefly in college. And uh, I didn't stick with it, though. I didn't, I didn't like it that much. I was like, you know, it wasn't really my vibe because I, I, you know, I was a skateboarder at the time. And I was like trying to like, uh, I mean, I was, I'm a skateboarder now, but I was trying to like my, uh, split my time between like skating all the time playing rugby, working, and going to school. And I was like, dude, rugby's the fucking thing I'm going to cut. <laughs> so that was what – but I learned how to play. So at least I know how that game That's works. That's good. Well, most of the things that happened on the movie really did happen. You know, in yeah. that obviously, you know, when, when you shoot a movie, there's a, there's a, if there's a point you want to push, you know, you'll make sure that you enhance it more. You know, but, it, yeah, it did happen. We are that happy and Nelson Mandela did go watch the game, but people were going to go watch the game anyway. Because especially remember, especially when the team start going towards the final, you know, even people who are not into that sport, you know, they're like, hey, man, our boys or our girls are, you know, so yeah. people will come and be there. So that's why. And I imagine uh, like any historical speeches that Morgan Freeman uh, read, like performed in that movie, those are probably word for word actual Nelson Mandela speeches. I don't think they would have changed that because yes. that would have pissed yes. people off. Yes. <clears throat> All right, man. Uh, before we before we move away from, uh, from movies, just like that about South Africa, I just I got one more, man, because I, I I have some questions that I have to know, man, and I want to I want to know your opinion specifically above all other people, man. But uh, speaking of movies that take place in South Africa, and this is a South African director too, that are just totally full of white people. Uh, did you see the movie Chappie? No. <laughs> <laughs> name sounds stupid as fuck <laughs> even oh it's the it's about it's about the uh the robot cops they've not even seen the previews robert robot cops well okay do you know who uh deantward are yes all right so it's like a v it was basically like some a south african director was like oh deantward's like right now so super huge internationally that i'm gonna put him in this movie and then the movie takes place in south africa and uh Hugh Jackman is like this evil cop dude and they make robot cops. And I don't know, it's, it's really a complex movie, but does it have gangsters? Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, my, my, my friend uh, played in that movie, but I never, I didn't oh, know about sick. it. He told me about, yeah, my boy, my boy plays a security guard uh, in that movie. He told me about the whole thing. I know what happened in the background, but I can't talk about it. <laughs> but yeah, it's a, but, yeah it's a fun movie. I know about the movie. But I don't really, I never watched it. Really, man, it just kind of like brought me like, I didn't really want to talk about Chappie that much, man. What I really wanted to ask was, uh, do people in South Africa uh, even fuck with Word at all? Or are they just popular overseas? Like, Oh, no, no, they do. Yeah, they're they like, do. are they people, are they cool? In yeah, their yeah, own yeah. Oh, man, oh, man, people, people fuck with them homies here yeah, a lot. Um, especially because they, 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 they have a, they can cross over nicely to, you know, white people, 
in in America you call you use the term mixed race, but in South Africa we say colored is a is a, is an is an is an acceptable term. That's what happens in South Africa. So they they cross over nicely to all different nationalities, you know, in in our country. So they we do we don't yeah like and they uh, they, uh, they do like they they speak a lot of Afrikaans in their in their lyrics and like. Yes. From what I understand, a lot of what their what their message is is that they're trying to be like uh, super inclusive with everybody, and yes, so they have so they have a good message. As far as I know, I don't know. I mean, like I'm not a gigantic fan of them, but I do think they're cool. I just I was just curious, man, because I was like, because they're so bizarre and they're so weird. And to be honest, the first time I ever <laughs> saw them, I was like, I was like, what are these like? Are these like weird German people? Like I didn't even know where they were from. You know, they're huge. <laughs> They're those kind of cats you can't even ignore. Like, they, yeah. they're there. Yeah. You know? All right, like, man. Well, you heard it here first. South Africa does fuck with the ant word. <laughs> yeah, we do, man. Those are our boys. <laughs> anyway, that's, uh, that's all the, I wanted to talk about, just some, some movies about South Africa and see what the truth was. Uh, uh, cool. Let me, let, me, let me add something with the movies. Uh, but I'm going to speak as... Um, because, you know, like in... Uh, what was that movie? Black Panther. They use they used Kosa, the language. Yeah, it's a, it's a Nelson Mandela language. It's a South African, it's a South African language. Um, oh, is that like the official yeah. language of, of Wakanda? Is a yeah, they use Kosa. Yeah, it's a, it's oh, a so that's language. a real language. Yes, it's a real language. They have um, um, John Kani, one of the legends. You know, uh, the one who plays the, the father. He's very respected in, in 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 South Africa and the world. In fact, you know. Yeah. So they use that language. You know, but. Uh, the language is the only thing that is real about Africa that you see <laughs> in that movie. <laughs> Wait, uh, the rest, nah. You said earlier, right? Uh, South Africa has eleven languages, like that are. Yeah. That's crazy, man. Yeah. Oh no! Like, if you come to South Africa, you stay long enough. Like, what? What do you speak? Well, let's make it official. <laughs> yeah. You're gonna go back home anytime soon. Well, man, it's been three weeks now. <laughs> let's, you know, but. But that's how it is, man. So we 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 don't fuck around with unnecessary things, you know. Uh, the Black Panther himself, he he can jump, but when he goes overseas, he gets into a play, you know. So yeah, I think I mean like for instance, like uh, here in the U.S., obviously, man, this is America's a melting pot. We got a million cultures here, but for me personally, I've never found it necessary to learn any language other than Spanish. It's like, you know, like. I speak English, I speak Spanish, and I don't ever feel like I ever need to know any other language. I never find myself in a situation where I need something besides Spanish, you know? But it must be very different there if, like, if you were, like, just block by block, everyone's speaking a different language. It's got to be, like, you probably pick up a lot of, uh, yes. or, like, at least able to, like, get by in, like, multiple languages. And it's fun! Oh, hell yeah, dude. <laughs> you know? Because remember, people, uh, especially because most of these languages that we speak in South Africa is like those are predominantly black languages, you know, and 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 black people, we're fun. Oh, hell you yeah, know, dude. That's why Wakanda was fun. Hell yeah, man. Oh, dude, I, absolutely. If if I was there, we'd be one of my main things would be trying to pick up as much language and slang as I possibly could, dude. It's like my favorite thing to do uh, when yeah. I travel, man. Uh, but speaking of traveling, man, uh, so you you've toured all over Africa, all over the UK. Uh, 
I don't want to like be trying to pressure you into saying that you are doing this, but like, when is the U S tour coming, man? Like, when are you going to hit the stage? Let me, let me, let me tell you something uh, very interesting. Uh, so, you know, like when you speak things into the universe and you know, the vibe and, and I was saying to, to my woman um, last year, late last year, we said, you know what, let's start adding more of, um, you know, like we say, we're talking about New York. In fact, you know, uh, we like it, it has to happen, you know, and 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 then, boom! You sent me a message. Yeah, I'm like, look at this, <laughs> you know, and 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 before, remember, before I responded to your message, I wanted to type this long thing about how <laughs> the universe is responding and, and things like that. I'm like, man, it's not that deep. Just do the podcast. And <laughs> but, yo, you know, but, but it is funny. It is funny. That's the first thing I brought up when we started this was that I was like, that I saw you do a stand-up special that was, you know, it's an older yeah. one too. Like you said, it was like from six years ago. I saw that. I was like, this dude's got to be on the podcast. And then I, and then we started, I was like, look at it. Like I was like in my mind a couple months ago, I was like, I'm going to make this happen somehow. We made it happen, and and at the same time, in 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 your head, you were like, "Yo, I need to start uh, networking in the United States," and then it's just like, boom. Bruh, uh. look, here's the thing, right? This is the this is this is a numbers game in a way, you know, um, and 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 this you know came in nice and handy to towards that, you know, because this is what I want, obviously, for my career, you know, to really have a nice following, you know, in, in the, in the U S you know, Canada, uh, you mentioned Venezuela, you know, I really want to do that, you know, and also, yeah. it, you know, once you, <laughs> with the lockdowns happening, it makes you realize that, man, I need to travel more, you know? And, and so, um, that's, that's next on my list, you know, like that's what it, I've done. I've done, uh, I'll probably say any stage you can think of in South Africa, you know, and that's it, man. I want to go. Yeah. You know, I, if, if, if I spend 10 months on the road, you know, in the world traveling, man. So this is for me, literally the guys from Tanzania called me and said, yeah, man, can you come to our country in a month? I'm like, man, I'm coming, you know? So if anything pops up in the U S man, I'm there, bro. Like, that's, I mean, that's, dude, that's, that's, that's people, I people are going to love you here, dude. I mean, obviously, like you said, you got to go to New York. You got to hit up the clubs in New York. Cause that's where it's at. Obviously you got to go to LA. You got to yeah. hit up the clubs yeah. in LA. Cause that's also where it's at for sure. You know, yeah. and those are like the yeah. two major, you know, the big cities where it's a big deal, but also, yeah. man, it'd be amazing if you could do a tour where you like, you hit up places like Nashville and like places that are not, you know, just like the major coastal cities, you know, like, like it'd be dope as if you could do like like a couple months tour, like get on a bus and just bop bop bop, just show every other night, whatever. I was gonna say that I've I've I've, I've loved seeing that. You know, like when you, because it's beautiful. You know, when you see New York, when you see LA, you know, and and then, but for me, I I, I and that's one thing I also enjoy when I watch you when I watch your movies, where there's like in the middle of nowhere, you know. Yeah. And and and, and that's what I wanna do. You know, just get from state to state. You know, be on a tour. You know, with whoever, you know, uh, when my fiance comes with me. Uh, <laughs> that's, but that's, that's the thing too. It's like, you know, and don't get me wrong, man. I love New York. I love Los Angeles, you know. Uh, but like, you got to like, if, if you were, you know, to really see America, you got to go to more than those places. Cause, yes. 
Because there's and just that's, that's, that's what uh, I want to do. Yeah. You know, I really, I really want to talk. I have, like I said, my boy MCPC is in Texas. You know, I was like, man, I'm coming. You know, oh, dude, uh, there are so many great spots in Texas. For, like, you know, and there's big, big cities there, man. Like Austin, like, and also there's like uh, festivals and shit you could hit in Austin. That'd be a, a amazing city for you to hit, dude. Yeah. What's that? What's that? Uh, what's Louis, Kentucky? What is it? Louisville, Kentucky? I yeah. love Louisville, Kentucky. So they got like a, a theme park up there. Uh, yeah. Do you guys have Do you guys have Six Flags over there, or is that only here? It's called Gold. We have Gold City, but it's the same. It's the same. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, every summer, man, I just I love roller coasters. Always have. Yeah. Every summer, uh, so Louisville is only like a two hour drive from Nashville if you drive fast. And I oh yeah. And so uh, oh. I just every summer, man, like I get this feeling. I'm like, yo, I need to ride on a roller coaster, dude. I just hop in the car, oh, yeah. just zoom up there fast as shit ride roller oh, yeah. coasters all day you can actually do it in a day and come back but you know what i do is get the two-day pass and i do uh first day roller coasters second day water park and then drive back home <laughs> oh <laughs> you, you had you had to squeeze in water there <laughs> <laughs> well no but yeah but it's safe man it's just water slides and shit man <laughs> i know here's the thing about water slide right i don't mind like i can go as high as possible but my problem is what happens when i get down there because that's where there's water and pool Oh, the and, part where you can drown? Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't want to find out. <laughs> like, <laughs> <you know? laughs> I'm, I'm not that curious. <laughs> oh, That's man. how it is in life. We got to go to we got to go to Six Flags Water Park together, man. It's going to be nuts. <laughs> That's so cool, man. I'm, I'm <laughs> you want to kill me. Come on, <laughs> No, dude, I just want to have fun, man. I just want to ride roller coasters and crack jokes, man. I think it would be a, I think it'd be a fun yeah. day. Hold up. It's time to reach into the mailbag. Every week on the show, we check the mailbag to see if anyone has written a question or comment into the show, and then we address it out loud. So let's get started. Uh, first one comes from Bruce Michael Photo. What was your biggest challenge in getting started? Uh, well, first of all, I didn't know how to do anything with the microphone or the computer or how to make the podcast. So I called williammitchellaudio.com and they've been a sponsor of the podcast ever since. So that worked out very well. Thanks for writing into the show, Bruce. Uh, next one comes from Colleen. Who is your dream guest to have on the show? That's easy. Chris Pontius. Thank you for writing into the show, Colleen. Uh, the next one comes from Melo Apis. What happened at Dyatlov Pass? I don't know, but I will look into it for you. Thank you for writing. But, oh, fortunately, you wrote two questions. What was your first memory? First memory. Um, guess, like, just doing something badass. I was totally doing something cool, but I can't remember exactly what it was, but I'm sure it was sick. Thanks for writing to the show, Mella. All right, uh... Next one comes from Nancy, good friend of the show. Do you have any weird food combinations that you love? Hell yeah, I do. Uh, what do I like to do with food that's weird? Um, shit. Oh, yeah, you know what's kind of good? is putting ketchup on broccoli. People don't think that's good, but it is good. Thanks for writing into the show, Nancy. <laughs> and last one comes from Megan. If you could have the feet of any other animal, what feet would you choose? You would have to walk around with them forever. Um, snake feet. Thanks, Megan. 
Uh, and this has been another edition of Mailbag. Now back to the interview. Oh, but you know what? This uh, this totally segues into this. I got a pitch for you, man. Like, uh, and I'm also uh, before we move on, I do want to say I'm super stoked that you are uh, like putting that in the universe that you're gonna do a U.S. tour or at least come here and do some, you know, do a few, show, at least hit the big cities. But I think it'd be great yeah. if you hit all the, you know, hit the whole place up. But uh, well, let's, let's 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 not uh, limit the universe. Let's make it all. Yeah, just I mean, like go all yeah. Go to Louisville, Kentucky. Come to Nashville, Tennessee, yes. man. Go to uh, Detroit. Uh, I mean, there's uh, Seattle, man. There's like so many, so many places, man. Oh, yeah. you would love Miami, there's movie, dude. There's, there's a movie about all the places you mentioned. So yeah. <laughs> Uh, and actually, speaking of Miami, I'm so glad I brought that up. That was an accident, but it reminds me. It's a, it actually ties into what I'm about to say. It's a pitch, man. And uh, right. just, just hear me out at first. I'm, it might sound far fetched, but I'm putting this out in the universe too, dude. So I'm thinking, right. uh, you know, what the world needs right now, man, is uh, all right, a buddy cop movie starring you and me. So hear me out. Uh, I'm gonna learn how to do a stereotypical South African white dude accent kind of like Matt Damon did or like Leonardo DiCaprio did in Blood Diamond or whatever, like oh, just yeah. sound like that guy. And then, uh, okay, we're both detectives and it's based in Cape Town. And the chief of police puts us on a case together and we're like, but what? We're so different. Uh, because it's like Bad Boys, which took place in Miami. I don't know if you've seen Bad Boys, but yeah. with uh, Will Smith. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I've uh, seen all of those Bad Boys. So, so like, so you're like the you can be like the Will Smith guy, and I'll be like the uh, uh, Martin Lawrence. Uh, so you're wearing like ten thousand dollar suits and driving sports cars and shit, and I'm dressed up in like a rugby uniform, and they just let us come to work dressed like that. Like nobody even mentions it, kind of like how they do in Bad Boys, okay. and it's just a whole bunch of us doing kung fu and blowing shit up and cracking jokes because it's an action adventure or it's action comedy. And okay. basically, that's my pitch, man. What do you think? Oh, that's good. But now, what's what's my what's my what's my character? Where am I come? Where am I from? All right. So we're both fr- we're, we're both from South Africa. And this, I just have okay. to learn an accent. Uh, you're like, for some reason, you're already like you became a detective, even though you are like really rich anyway. For some reason, that's why oh. you're always wearing like really nice Armani suits and driving sports cars and shit. But you're like all about justice, and that's your thing. And I'm like a kind of a a no nonsense grumpy dude that's really into rugby and I'm always wearing rugby jerseys and I'm always like, Hey, come on, Chris, let's do it. Bought it bucks. My accent sucks, man, but it's better than Leonardo DiCaprio's was. Like a police officer from Bugs Bunny. I don't know, man. I just think, look, I'm gonna start sending that pitch out to some producers and shit, but you know, I'm gonna tell him, man, I'm gonna tell him you and me are a package deal. So if they hire me, they got to hire you. All right, cool. Let me let me let me let me add something there. Um, for my character, let it be a black guy from South Africa who is into American culture, but he recently became rich from lottery, so he still has that rural <laughs> thinking mentality. Yes. So he's, but he has everything, so he still respects the white person. Uh, I still respects the law, uh, but he tries so hard to be cool. 
I love you it, know? dude. That's no, that's so perfect because that way, like, you, you know? still have you still got street smarts, and it still makes sense. And you're like, and you're still cool with people. Be like, you go down the street, and people are like, oh no, I respect this dude. I remember him back before he won the lottery, and it's tight. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. 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 Uh, what, what do we say again? Uh, freeze, yeah, freeze. <laughs> Man, if I had a if I had a nickel for every time a cop told me to freeze, <laughs> I, I would I'd almost have a dollar. All right, and then, and then he gets excited. He freeze. He freeze. Ah, he freeze. All right. Uh, That's dope. You should I don't. Be. I don't know how much uh, if you've ever uh, heard very many episodes of this podcast, man. But at the end of every episode, we got this thing called the lightning round. Uh, okay. and it's where it's like, I just ask a bunch of rapid fire questions and like, and you don't have any time to think. You just have to like, uh, gut reaction and be like, Oh, what's, you know, just pop, pop, you know, like, don't think about it. Uh, all instinct. Okay. And, what I, and I always say, this is my catchphrase too. I go, we are getting dangerously close to the lightning round. But right before we do it, man, I, I, I have to ask you, man. Uh, I asked this to every, anyone that like, you know, when I had like a person from Scotland on or like wherever, or like a person from Bali, can you teach me like a cool slang word, like a cool slang word that people say in Johannesburg? So if I hopped off the plane there and I just said it, people were like, oh, that guy's cool. <laughs> um. <laughs> a slang word or, or a cuss word, dude. Either one's cool. All right, cool. So but it can't be like one that be- I already know. Uh, cool, but this is this this one won't apply to you because dogs won't fuck with you. Um, <laughs> but for 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 black people all over the world, if you come to South Africa and dogs fucks with you, you must say fotek. Fotek, fotek. Yeah, no, the dogs in South Africa can relate to that word. Um, what is that like? Uh, that's, that's, is that like a German like word? Uh, I don't know. Well, remember um, German, uh, Holland. <laughs> You know, that's Africans, <laughs> yeah. you know. So, so yeah, so if you say footsack, uh, chances are you'll get okay. That's 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 the reason, um, you don't want to be in a different country as an African and you have dogs and they can't understand that. And then, if they can't, then you're screwed, you know. Um, and then there is this thing, XC, 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 is yeah, is um, E K S E. What's that mean? Uh, it's like uh, it's a greeting. It summarizes. It has a it has a WhatsApp in it. Um, how's that? Um, yeah. So if you say XC, hell yeah, dude. As soon as I hop off the plane, I'm gonna walk up to everybody. And be like XC, XC. I'm just be yeah. like give them, give everybody dap all over. Yeah, yeah. Dope. I'm gonna have a million friends as soon as I get there, dude. I'm gonna have a million friends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, once you say that, you're good. You're in it. All right. Yeah. Uh, so we do XA and ETA. Chris, it is time for the lightning round. Uh, so, yeah, I'm going to ask you the question, man. Don't take too long to think. It's just all instinct. All right, uh, cool. Let's play. Who was your favorite comedian from South Africa that isn't you? David Kau. Uh, how do you spell that last name? Uh, Kau. Like K-A- C-O-W? No, it's K-A-U, but it spells as C-O-W. It, it pronounces that. All that right. Is, yeah. Everybody check out David Cow, K-A-U, A-U. right? All right, cool. Yeah. I'm going to check him out, man. If you, if you yeah. like him, I'm probably going to like him, dude. Yeah. All right, next question. Who is your favorite comedian in America? 
Uh, oh, where's, where's America? Oh, <laughs> oh, right now is Kevin Hart. Yeah, Kevin Hart. So he, damn, he's like he's like the biggest comedian in the whole world right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I love him too, man. Uh, mm. But it still falls under America, right? I answered it. Oh, oh I, just, I just meant someone that's like that lives in America, like. Oh, okay. Uh, where's Dave now? Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle. Well, that's my yeah. favorite comedian. That's my favorite American comedian. He's back. He lives in Ohio. Yes. So yeah, Dave Chappelle. Yeah, Dave Chappelle, hands down, number one favorite comedian to me. I, I put him above Kevin Hart actually yeah. pretty far because he's like that dude makes me like yeah. I cry laughing when I and like his TV show his sketch comedy show when it came out it was my favorite show on television man like I couldn't miss an episode he's the goat bro <laughs> yeah no he's the goat there's there is I, I mean in my opinion man there's not been a person that can touch Dave Chappelle and I'm so glad yeah. he's back man I'm so glad that he came out of retirement and he came back funnier than ever man so hell yeah dude. Yeah. That's cool. We have a, the same favorite American comedian. Yeah. <laughs> uh, where, where, where are we going now? Which country are we going to now? Oh, man, we're just switching to some other shit. This is all random, man. These are just random questions. Uh, so you're not going to go to the UK? <laughs> oh, you have a... Yeah, man, tell me. Who's your favorite uh, yeah. UK? Michael McIntyre. Michael McIntyre? Yeah. I haven't fucked with him yet, man. I'll check him out too, dude. Oh, you should. Yeah, for sure. Oh, you should. You should. All right. <clears throat> now, here's a... Here's a pretty serious question, man. Uh, cool. After they turn our buddy cop movie into a franchise and we're balling, uh, what would you rather have? A private jet or a yacht? A private jet. I knew you were going to say that, man, after all this talk about you not wanting to fucking be in the ocean. Exactly. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. Why would I? <laughs> Unless if that yacht can we can you know, pull it to Johannesburg and then <laughs> that's fine. But yeah. I yeah. Be, I'm going to say I, I want private jet too. I told you I don't fuck around with water, man. <laughs> All right. Oh, uh, this is actually, this is a question. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty curious, man. Cause it's, you know, this could happen, dude, especially after your U S tour, you know, like, like it happens for like lots of comedians, man. Uh, if you've got a sitcom deal based on your life called the, the Chris Mapani show, what would be the pilot episode? Like, what, how would you be like, all right, this is how we're going to just pop it off and like, you know what I mean? Uh, what, do, what do you mean? Uh, like, what are some examples? Uh, like, uh, man, Seinfeld, when Seinfeld had a show and it's basically just like, it's the show's his name and he just, he just does his so life. What, what? So what will the show be about in a way? Uh, it's just like, it's just your life, but you turn it into a comedy. Yeah. Well, for me, if 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 I get to that space, to be honest, it will be more about transformation. You know, um, I'm a, I'm 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 a sucker for mental health, bruh. Like I I also come from a, a space where I lived my life without not understanding what is happening. You know, and I got a break in life. You know, and so for me, and it will be about that. You know, it will be about transformation, about. Uh, mental health conversations with different guys, you know, especially in the industry, you know, uh, I'm a, I really, this, this might tend to be way too serious, but that's how it is. You know, I, 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 I don't like the idea of successful, happy people committing suicide. It doesn't make sense to me, you know, well, it, I understand it now, you know, and if, 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 if comedy, if we can be able to use our platform, you know, our comedy to really get that, you know, it will be something else. 
you know, because that's what we do, man. We're comedians, you know, and at the end of the day, what we really do is to say, man, whatever shit you're going through, man, is okay. We get it. You know, there's a way to look at it, you know. So for me, it will be about that. Just going towards, just going through those things, you know, issues and things that people are dealing with and bring them to light and say, there's nothing wrong with you. You know, so it could be about that. Transformation. I love that. Yo, I love that concept. We got to like, you got to get that pitch together, man. Cause that's like, that needs to be on TV, man, for sure. Oh, that would be dope. That'd be so dope. Uh, oh, uh, speaking of which, uh, I know that you are getting married soon. So I was yes. going to ask, uh, can I be the best man at your wedding? Or did you like already pick somebody for that? Uh, here's the thing. I, 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 like I said, I spent 18 years in Johannesburg, right? And that was the first time I really got to be in a space where I can engage and be in relationships with white people. However, my people <laughs> are still back home. <laughs> so if <laughs> the whole time, the wedding will be about you. <laughs> Chris has a white friend. <laughs> not, only that, not only that, dude, they'd be like, Yo, this is some fucking total stranger from America that like nobody's met. And I'm like, oh hey, what's up? I'm the best man. I'm here to give the, the toast. And <laughs> no, they'll be happy. They'll be happy. Everybody will my life. Mom, why are you so happy? My boy has a white friend. <laughs> <laughs> my boy has achieved a lot. How was Hell the wedding? Please yeah, have a white friend. How was the price dress? <laughs> Oh, it was nice. But did we tell you about the white friend? <laughs> so I don't want to... <laughs> Shit, that almost sounds worth it, dude. <laughs> All right, Chris, man. Uh, just, you know, for all the people that have been listening and, like, I want to, like, they want to check you out, man, and, like, want to check out your comedy and what you got going on, dude. Uh, like, where can people find you, man? How can they, how can they find... Uh, like links to you and uh, w- ways to check out your uh, your performances man. and your comedy. Yeah, man, I fuck, I fuck, I fuck a lot with Instagram, right? Yeah. Uh, and, and the reason I do that is because there isn't much negativity there, you know? Um, people are happy on Instagram and that's where, you know, that's where I can really get to post most of my stuff, you know? Uh, especially on my stories, that's where I'll say the shows and, and things like that, you know? And so, and for me, like I said, Brad, being in this space is exactly what I want because I really want to connect with more people, you know, all over the world, you know? I don't just want to limit my stuff in South Africa. Like I said, I've done the UK and a couple of most African countries, you know? <clears throat> but I want to really go there, man. If there's somebody in Singapore, come, let's do this thing, man. Yeah. So, yeah, I think follow on Instagram. And I follow back. If you give me a shout and say, yo, dude, follow back. I mean, wherever you are, I'm there. You know, I, yeah, I, I'm not- uh, I would, yeah, I would uh, also just want to like mention real quick just to people that follow me, like just go to my Instagram right now. I got Chris Mapani on there, links, links straight to him. And so, like, that's just super easy, you know, like for people that are already like on my stuff. Uh, and I, I agree with what you're saying, man, as far as like social medias go, because a lot of the other ones are real fucking negative, man. Like, oh, <laughs> like Twitter's like a war zone, man. Oh. Like I go on there and I'm like, oh shit. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> my Twitter actually just got, it's just super political, man. I, don't, I didn't even mean for it. It was just supposed to be for this podcast. And then like, but like the politics in this country are so fucked up. And we got like this uh, white supremacist uh, movement over here. That's like, you know, real dangerous and like lots of, fucking gnarly shit happening and like you know the president we have for the past four years was a white supremacist you know and his ass is finally getting kicked out so it's like but it's just like 
it was gnarly fit for you know you go on twitter man and nobody wants to hear about your jokes you know they just want to hear yeah like yeah. they just want to fight <laughs> and if, if there's one thing that i that i've got to realize um during the lockdowns especially the hard lockdown in south africa and it's like most the whole year uh, i i got to engage more with people from all over the world you know i did a lot of sessions you know and and i got to realize that we are all going through the same shit in the world bra and what we need is each other like there's no time to be nasty now there's no time to be mean you know and so that's why i don't fuck with anything else man so on twitter man people are happy man and twitter has, has things that will make your picture look nice because it's yeah. about nice life you know <laughs> so so that's why i am man we we need each other man this is the time you know and 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 all over the world we can relate yeah man you know we can relate i mean shit uh, dude like like i think you and i are a good example man like like you're a positive dude uh you know i've i met you for the first i mean other than the fact that we've like emailed back and forth but like you know i just met you for the first time today on zoom you know you just met me for the first time today but we're positive people we want to bring positivity in the world and it's like we get along you know what i'm saying and like and more people need to realize that like we could do like you could do that with so many more people if you just try you know yes. just like, yes yes just try and have have some positivity show a little love and especially man like the world needs people like you cuz humor is like that's i think that's like the binding force man i think it's that's the thing that can bring people together even more than like when you were saying sports you know like yeah. like when uh when the world cups there everybody's like yeah world cup but humor is constant and it's always there and we don't have to wait for the fucking world cup of humor to come to our town you you can always have it yeah yeah thanks man i really appreciate it man this is this is this is the great way for me to start my year oh yeah you know? dude uh, you are the first episode of the year on this podcast man oh yeah 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 <laughs> that's what's up <laughs> this is what's up all right man i want to uh, tell everybody if you live uh in Africa or the UK where Chris typically tours check him out see if he's going to be coming to your town uh if in the, if you're in the US Canada someplace like that uh man hopefully this will be happening in the near future man and then i guess yeah, even the even promoters out there man give me a shout and i don't want i don't want to leave out a lot of other countries uh i mean cuz we have listeners other places too uh so man you know <laughs> anywhere in europe get get ready for chris because chris is up and coming like big shits popping i think with chris man like, i i am i see it you know so i mean i appreciate, appreciate it man thanks man all right chris uh thank you so much for being on the show man got you brother thanks for listening to my views are my own you can reach me at myviewsaremyown.com or hit me up on instagram or hit me up on twitter or send me an email or just show up at my crib. I don't care. It's always a party. Thanks.